Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, and welcome back to the Mass Singer Wrap Ups podcast, where every week we get together, we talk about the latest person unmasked, and this week we're talking about two unmasked contestants, and we're going to talk about which two made it to the Super Six. I'm very excited. This was a very interesting episode, and I cannot wait to break it all down with y'all here today. I am your host, Puya the Chainsaw Zanbakili, and of course... As always, I'm not here alone. This is not a one-person operation. I've got my partner in crime right here with me. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Liana, the Q-Tip Boris. Liana, how are you doing today? What? What? Group B, baby. So we got to talk to one Rob Sesternino about not only this group, but the season in general. And I'm just delighted to have two opportunities to speak with you about The Mass Singer this week. That's right. Thank you, Liana. It's, it's not like we we talk every day, so I'm very no. grateful that we have this. It's so rare. So. It's just so rare that we get this opportunity. So I'm very happy to be here. And uh, you know, it was it was brutal uh, to lose. You know, some of the contestants from Group B. Although the unmasking made it a little bit easier on me. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm very intrigued to talk about this because based on the questions I got from our listeners, I think that you and the listeners fall on opposite ends on something. So I'm very Ooh. keen. I'm very keen to unpack those with you today. And yeah, so talking to Rob was a delight. We that was more of a summary team. If you've been listening to us from the beginning of the season, there's not going to be new things unraveled there. But if you want to hear Rob get new information to him, definitely check that out. That was a fun podcast we did yesterday but today we're going to talk about episode eight in particular and uh let's start from the top and by the top i mean let's talk about the guest panelist that was on this week cheryl hines what is your history with cheryl hines well i mean i knew know her obviously from curb your enthusiasm um i think that's probably what she's most known for but she was also on this tv show I think it was called Suburgatory. It was about this, this like teenager who ended up living in suburbia. She like used to live in the city with her mom and then she's out there like living with her dad or something like that. Um, and so it was like a portmanteau of, yeah, of suburban and purgatory. It was a really good show. It only lasted three seasons. It didn't really make it very far, but, um, like Jeremy Sisto, I think was in it. It was just a really fun cast. Um, she was in it. So that's the other thing I know her from. And, and she's, you know, 
know, one of the main panelists on So I Think I Can See Your Voice. So uh, it just sort of fits, you know, with the whole theme that there would be crossover here with her coming on the show. So just so I am clear on this before we move it forward, are you just reserving the right to officially just call it so I think I can see your voice and I have, you're never going to correct yourself? I have given up trying to remember, although I will say I tried to Google it the other day and it made things much more challenging. So I had to like cut the first part off. Um, what, you, what, you should, what you should have cut off was actually not searching for this show. I don't know why you're doing that to yourself. Well, I needed to... Okay, well, you, that, you know what? Yeah, that, that, look, it's not, it's not your cup of tea. Okay. Even your search engine was like, fam, don't <laughs> stop it. I know Please. Google is like, no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> believe me, I'm, I'm saving you from yourself here. You don't need to know. Okay. Trust you'll thank me later. Leona, yeah. We're not going to do this. Okay. <laughs> this is a rabbit hole. You don't need to go down. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, you know, I thought she was fun. I thought she was fine. I liked her on, on, uh, you know, S I T I C shit. What is the so whatever? Anyway, she's great. Yv, if you're trying to abbreviate it, yeah, S I T I C S Y V. You you you're trolling at this point. You are trolling at this point. Okay, whatever, dude. So okay, so yeah, I have not really. I did not really know her. She looked familiar to me, so I've definitely seen her somewhere and in some stuff before. But I can't like put you know picture it. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she was fine, ultimately, you know, to give a quick summary of her. But no, so we, we start the episode in. This is our one finals where we're going to lose two people. We've talked about this for weeks now where this is going to be a soul crushing episode. This is going to be a rough one. And honestly, I enjoyed this episode holistically because I liked I thought all four performers were good and fun. And I but I somehow didn't leave very angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I overall, I want to see good performances. And I think that this was an episode that had that in spades, because I think even the whatchamacallit, um, you know, still is a decent rapper. So like, it's not it's not like he's terrible or anything right. like that. Um, and so I think, yeah, I think overall, you know, the serpent was someone who I was super, super high on. I do agree that he's a very, very talented singer. But at the end of the day, like the name of the game is celebrity, and I'm sorry, but like I just I wouldn't put Dr. Elvis in the category of celebrity. I just wouldn't. Yeah. So even though you're bringing this up, we might as well talk about some of these questions right out the gate. I think is only appropriate. But yeah, a lot of people um came through with the serpent was robbed. Serpent was robbed, and then um Amy Larue said something that I think rings true to both of us. Do you think Serpent was only eliminated because not a lot of people know who he is in real life? Let me paint you a picture. Mm-hmm. So we get to finale night, right? And it's between um, the crocodile and the serpent. Let's just assume they've both made it. Okay. And the serpent wins when that mask comes off. How many people are going to know this is someone who's supposed to carry the name of the show. And I definitely think that, the voice of Dr. Elvis is a top contender voice on any season you put him on, including this season, including this season. Mm-hmm. But once I saw that pink Cadillac, once we hypothesized on this very podcast and I said, hey, you know what? This could be like shenanigans. This could be Dr. Elvis. I was already a little less keen on the serpent because they just, you know, they can't. They they just cannot have a winner that it doesn't have a Wikipedia page that 
is a deeper cut. I mean, they said viral video. That video has like a couple hundred thousand views. In this day and age, that's not like hella viral. And then you're only really going to know him if you're watching the After the Mask, which honestly, is a, this is a nod to the more, more like the Mask Singer super fans that he was on the show. So I like that aspect. But when you look at it on a holistic view, this is a show that they want to make global headlines. And Dr. Elvis will not make global headlines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, at the end of the day, like Dr. Elvis is extraordinarily talented. And if the and I can't believe I'm going to advocate for this, if I'm not going to advocate, I'm going to I'm going to say advert advocate <laughs> for uh, uh, look. He's not famous. Okay? <laughs> the fact that he was even on the show in the first place is ugh, frustrates me. However, he's extremely talented. He's a very good singer. And yes, he can compete with the best of them. But I think when it comes down to it, the eliminations we know are 50% voting from the audience and 50% producers. Now, I don't know how exactly they did the voting. If it really was the online voting, the people who watched over Zoom or whatever, if they're the ones that were the 50%, but that still leaves 50% to the producers. And if I am a producer on The Mass Singer, there is no way in hell I'm letting Dr. Elvis make it all the way to the Super 6. In fact, I was even thinking that one of the reasons maybe why he was in the group of six is because of this very reason. They could do a double elimination where it's actually someone famous and Dr. Elvis. So then that way the headlines read, you know, Lonzo Ball and Dr. Elvis Francois eliminated from Mass Singer versus unknown random doctor singer, you know, eliminated from the mass singer. Right. So I, I, I don't know if they like needed more people or kind of what the whole deal was of why he ended up there on the first place. Clearly he's very talented, right? Again, like that's not the debate. It's like, what is the show? Like if dancing with the stars just started plugging random people from the, the streets, is it still dancing with the stars? Are they stars? I know that mass singer is not mass star singers, but still like inherently it's implied that they are celebrities well ultimately for me here the situation is that truthfully he was one of the two performers this season that i loved i had the serpent on my team's second pick overall and i've been delighted every step of the way and we are by no means fame whores right (laughs) not at all but ultimately i do agree with you that it's it i understand why he went out here i think his voice on the night even will get to the performances individually i think he was in the top two performance wise on mm-hmm. the night. Mm-hmm. However, I do think that this is and I've been like very much like, oh, I think the voting's legit, blah blah blah. I do think that now looking at this, I think there was some producer meddling here because I think that it's you- but 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 that's the thing, it's not meddling because in it's built into the voting system. It's not meddling. Like the producers get a say. They have a 50% say over right, what right. happens. I see what you mean. They didn't rig the results, but they have part of the votes, which means they have part of the result choices. Right. I mean, right, things right, right. like, oh, we're frustrated that the White Tiger makes it further. I mean, that could be, yes, because people voted for them, but it also could be because the producers wanted him to stay on longer, which it's right. not, look, you're allowed to be frustrated. Like, I'm, I'm, I am also frustrated, um, especially by the way that this is organized or something about it. Maybe it doesn't seem fair or all that, but at the end of the day, it is a TV show. And so I can understand it from that perspective, but even, it can still be very frustrating and you can still feel like, what the hell? This guy was a better singer. Why? 
you know, why doesn't he get to move on? Right. Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, if there w- <laughs> here's my mo- thing I'm more angry about. So a friend of the podcast, Jess Sterling, big serpent guy. She mentioned in this comment, crops, crops, <laughs> croc is my ops. <laughs> <laughs> crops, crops, baby. I love that yeah. shoe. I think I own a pair. Um, I, I feel embarrassed. Um, <laughs> but no, big serpent guy, but also said angry about the results. Why do a double a limb with these four when three or four are fantastic? Mm-hmm. I, I beg, I beg the mass singer moving forward adds a wild card slot. I mm. beg. I think that um, the Got Talent shows have been doing this where they usually have a wild card slot for the finals where it's like, oh, the best to not make it the organic way to the finals gets the invite to be on the finals. Because I mm-hmm. think that if that was the case, the serpent here would have had one. And we we can even look back at the other season. And I feel like there was at least one person who was worthy of a shot, at least a crack at the finals. So crack. I think that that's a move. <laughs> Say crack again. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm trying to remember because um, every season, right? Even from season one, yeah, did have they were in groups. It was just two groups of six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that they would benefit from that. All of this to say that no matter how you shake it, calibers you shake it. What a night! This was probably the strongest night vocally that we've had outside of a final episode, even. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was great from from a standpoint there. But how about we start from the from the top, um, like that very popular song of the summer. The top. Make it drop. That's a mask, mask, mask. You know what? That's probably episode title for uh, episode 15. <laughs> like, <laughs> with all the puns. they've got. What was it? Mask Chance Saloon this episode or something like that? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're going to go over to your favorite of mine. The Seahorse. Hey. Liana, take it away on the Seahorse's Clue Pacage. Ooh, the Seahorse's Clue Pacage. Okay. Let me just go on and scroll on up. All right. So this uh this episode we get to hear from the person who was related to the masked contestant in some way. The um box and this was, yes, the tissue box person. I don't remember what it, what their title was. The name was blurred out, even though we believe it said Joel McHale. Um, I as, think all of them said Joel. McHale. I think all weird. of them. Said, yeah, it was weird. It was like uh, some intern. They were like, "Oh, what should we put here? I don't know. Just put a random name." And then they typed it in. They're like, "We're gonna blur it anyway. It doesn't matter." Um, mm-hmm. And then they didn't go balls to the wall with the blur out tool, and so we could still read it. But anyway, not important. Uh, clearly, it's not Joel McHale because they can't all be Joel McHale. Uh, but the tissue box was uh, in a church, which I think is notable. Um, and there were a lot of things around the tissue box, so we got to see a um, pair of twins, a cornucopia with grapes, the Nashville hot wings, a Christmas wreath. And then uh, apparently the, you know, the seahorse was the girl next door who came with nothing but a guitar or something uh, to see the tissue box. And then some other stuff happened that I didn't write down. (laughs) Yeah. So this was, I, so the big thing, right? The big pause here is the Nashville chicken, like the hot chicken. I know it's hot. I can tell it's hot. And the pickles within the chicken. That's the biggest takeaway for me. Unless you can tell me what two babies means, right? I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then campfire in the front yard. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm pausing because I'm trying to mar- I'm trying yeah. to think about I'm trying to let it marinate. And, and uh, my takeaways are nothing. Um, I honestly, this week especially, I feel like I'm still more drawn to the previous clue packages we've had than these ones because okay. for me, um, I I still you know I go back to the whole American Idol talent show reject vibes yeah. from before. <laughs> Okay, so I actually I was motivated after talking to Rob and after Mm -hmm. hearing the Seahorses performance this week, which holy crap, but we'll get there. So good. Uh, uh, Well, let's just talk about it because I want to talk about the Hunter Hayes thing. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, so the performance from the Seahorse. Oh, my God. The Seahorse could win. Like I I was I I was baffled. I think think so. I need to rehear the sun, but like, oh my gosh, the I think maybe it was. I was just so impressed by the impression that was spot on that Britney Spears impression. I was absolutely blown away just as a little bit of an insight. So Puya and I watched it the night of, but the version that we found was kind of missing part of the seahorse's performance. So I didn't get to watch it until I did my rewatch. And I was like, oh my God. I uh, like I it was it was outstanding. It's phenomenal. Like top to bottom. So the performance bib was uh, one more time or baby one more time baby one more time by Britney Spears. Hit um, me baby one more time. Yeah. <laughs> the color blast in the background phenomenal. <laughs> Even the metallic dancers with guitars were great. Until you look and they have the doctor from Back to the Future's hairline. I was like, hey, (laughs) are you about to tell Marty he needs to get in the DeLorean? Like, why are you dressed like this? So (laughs) that's a vibe. (laughs) Um, The one thing that someone did message me about this, the, the bafflement that how did the audience member know the lyrics? So we need to go back and look, Liana. I'm pretty sure. In one of these previous episodes, previous seasons, even someone has done this very song and they have gone out of their way to find this person mouthing the lyrics and then put it into this um, episode. So it's that or I know that they, like they play music when people enter. Right. Oh, so my God. Enter, you warm up music. It could be that or they also will play music when there's like downtime. I see. Interesting. OK, so so if if. We can't if if some no one performed it because honestly no one is starting to stand out to me right away. Mm-hmm. That could also be where it comes from. Okay. So, but that was shocking. Like yeah, I was, was like, like, wait, oh my god! Because then I was like, wait, is there an audience? <laughs> they tricked me for a second. Yeah. No, I just, I just, I thought this was such a fun performance, such a great fun song choice to start the episode. All the vibes. I do think that. When you come in and do something like this, you don't even have to worry about whatever the other contestants are going to do. I could tell Seahorse was going to be in the finals without having heard a note from anyone else. It was just she commanded that whole stage, took over the entire show. It felt like I was in an underwater rave. It was phenomenal. The even the uh, emulating the, the Britney Spears voice was great. And yeah, no, it's a 10 out of 10. It's a 10 out of 10. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, I mean, super impressive, super, 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 super impressive. And so I'm really happy that she's going to be moving on. Um, you know, cause when I think ultimately the, oh, the serpent was robbed. I really hope that that's because Crocodile made it, not because Seahorse made it, because come on, come on, people. No, 1000%. I think more people are crops than they are sops. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. So uh, we're just going to move on from that. Um, I don't want to address it. So the clue that we get is that she was never in a girl group. Yes. And it was brought out by, of course, not actually Hunter Hayes, but the someone, <laughs> an intern in the astronaut costume. And this is what real. I was like, you know what? All right. I'm going to figure it out. So uh-huh. I started researching Hunter Hayes. It was a weird combination of like female singer Hunter Hayes reality TV singing shows. Mm. And I came up with two names uh, through different permutations of those search terms. Okay. So one of them I'm familiar with, and that's Daniel Bradbury. She was on the, she won season four of NBC's The Voice. Okay. Um, she's a country music singer, so that fits with all of the Nashville clues. Um, let's let me see. I have some of the other clues. Yeah. So, like the seahorse had all of those sort of western themed. So again, all of mm. all of this fits with that. Um, and she performed her final song um, or she performed on The Voice at some point with Hunter Hayes. So she teamed up with him to perform on the season finale of The Voice of mm-hmm. for a duet with uh, Hunter Hayes and his current single, I Want Crazy. So they've performed together. She's performed in Nashville. She's performed at the Grand Old Opry. She's like part of that whole crowd. She was on reality TV. She wasn't a reality TV reject. Okay, so it's not that, but she was at least on reality TV. So that's my first guess. Okay, interesting. Um, Do you want to talk about what your second guess is? Well, do you have any thoughts about her? Do you know her? I don't know her at all. Okay, I, looked, so I, I looked her up. Don't know. Never met her. Um, okay. I remember because her blind audition was mean by Taylor Swift. And I really like that song. So ah. that's why I remember her from that. And then she went on to win the show. So I knew her from that. But after she yeah. won the voice, I honestly didn't really follow her career. Um, <laughs> but I just read her Wikipedia page. The voice, super strong, super crisp, clear voice. So have you listened to some of her material to see if it kind of lines well, up? No, because I had to work all day and I was trying to do this before hey, I recorded. This wasn't an accusation. I didn't have time. <laughs> I'm going to have time. She's going to make it further, okay? Right? She's going to make it to the Super 6. She's probably going to make she's it, gonna it, make it to the Final 3. Let's not even front. You think she'll make it to the Final 3? Okay, so fingers crossed she makes the Final 3 and I have time to do, to do, some, um, to do some research. But okay. she, so she's my first guess. If if I had okay. to put my money on somebody, I'm going to pick her. The second person um, is a woman who I don't know who she is, but you might. She was on American Idol. Um, her name is Tori Kelly. Yes. So I brought her up the last time we talked about the sequel. Ah, okay, great. And I don't remember that. So she's my she's my like top pick at the moment. But yeah, go mm. on. Okay. So I didn't remember that at all. Sorry. Oh, wow. But no, 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 no. Look, I know that that's probably super insulting, but the benefit is that it means that we could possibly be correct then with this guest, because if you and I both came to it independently without remembering, because someone, someone forgot. One of us. One one of us forgot, clearly, uh, the one who doesn't care. Um, So she beat Hunter Hayes in America's Kids Got Talent. No, America's Most Talented Kid. Yes. Okay. And they reunited for a duet like 11 yes. years later. 
Yes. yes. And she was on American Idol, but she lost American Idol. So I don't know that, if that fits with the rejects. Me, that's the thing that I've zeroed in on, Liana. That one clue is all I focused on. And it's like she didn't make it far at all. Right. Like, if uh-huh. I remember correctly, she like fizzled out real quick. But she was and a semi finalist. Yeah. And I don't think I don't she, had si- she didn't have like Simon's endorsement or something like one of the judges did not like her. So mm. um, that's something that I've definitely remember thinking about. OK, great. Yeah. So uh, the other thing that I have for her is I Googled Tori Kelly grapes because I feel like that cornucopia <laughs> filled with grapes really, <laughs> really means something. And I found uh-huh. a video Tori Kelly expert grape catcher. And it's a video of her catching grapes um, in her mouth. Oh, well, mm, okay. So I don't know. She's like tossing them up and eating yeah. them in her mouth. So your assignment for next week. That's right. I'm giving you homework because it no. sounds like it sounds like you're just not doing the work, and then you're coming in and being like, I don't "Remember? I, it, oh, okay, I'm doing the work. It's not my fault. I don't remember." Well, it's it, you know, it hurt me. It hurt me when you said that you don't care. So I'm making you care. So mm-hmm. listen to the musics of Daniel Bradbury and Tori Kelly. I've listened to Tori Kelly, but I can't really make the like a this is a 100 out of 100 DNA match on the voice. So can you listen to their tunes? And then we when we talk about the seahorse next in two weeks, we'll have a better idea. Uh, yeah, I can do that. Um, let me can I bring up one other thing to you so Tori yeah. Kelly is a gospel singer like that's like more her thing mm-hmm. versus country mm-hmm. so at first I was like ooh that's a knock against her however the tissue box was in a church oh yeah and it was like the was mentor a, no yeah so it was a, the spiritual advisor yeah or something like that yeah but it was like in a, it was in a church I don't know. Um, did either of them have anything to do with campfires and front yards? Well, I didn't check that. Okay. Um, and then I imagine two babies. How old was she when she did like the most talented kid thing? Could that be a clue to that nod thing? Uh, let's see. What year oh, she was she on? Did Star Search. Oh, she'd start. Jesus. Yeah, she did Star Search in 2003, then Most Talented Kid in 2004. Damn. Take a break. Yeah, I'm going to straight up need her to get success so she doesn't have to keep going on these reality shows because clearly she's super talented if it is her. Yeah, Um, right. So she gained, oh, she gained recognition for her. No way. She was, yeah. So first of all, she did the Kermit the Frog thing. Remember, that was a clue. She's done the Kermit the Frog thing and then was a season 10 battle advisor. So she had made oh, she, it at that point. Oh, oh, battle advisor for team. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, do, do, do. Okay. So yeah, then maybe, maybe it's her. All right. I'll do the music, um, homework and then yeah. we'll reconvene. We'll reconvene she, next week. She sang the song with me, the rainbow <laughs> connection. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, okay. It's coming back to me now. Good for you. Okay. Thanks. Let's. <laughs> Okay, so uh, all in all, um, whoever you are, Seahorse, we love you and we are rooting for you. I told, dude, when I drafted her, I was like, this is gonna, okay, sorry. We we like bragging about a blind draft. I feel so justified and vindicated. It's just a beautiful feeling. I lost someone because instead of going for fame they're fixing lives and helping out the needy and the and the and the and the the injured yeah he actually is in a pretty prestigious fellowship i went to look so 
Oh, Sorry. <laughs> and he shares a name with the with the king of um what's the Elvis the king of? Peanut butter, banana sandwiches. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what no, it was. Is, uh, is he ro- is he the rock and roll king? Uh yeah, king of rock and roll. Okay, there we go. I just thought everyone's like a king of something. So well, Michael Jackson is the king of pop. Yeah. So Elvis is the king of rock and roll. And I'm the king of charisma. So we're like, we're all like, you know, everyone's <laughs> got an accolade. You're the, the, you're the king of charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. I see what you did there and I don't appreciate it. Hooray. Um, no. <laughs> okay. So the judges guesses, right? So Kesha was Jenny McCarthy. We talked about this with Rob extensively. Rob was very tickled by this. Um, Cheryl Hines went with the Kelly Pickler pick, which I think, again, probably the strongest one that was mentioned on the night. But I would like to repeat again. I don't think it's Kelly Pickler, mm-hmm. even though it would make sense. I don't think it's her. Agreed. And then <laughs> Ken Jong went with somebody who was in the news today. Uh, Sia was in the news. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sam told me Sia got canceled. Yeah, yeah. So Sia, um, she directed a movie called Music, and the star of the 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 oh, what am I supposed to say, or what am I trying to say rather? So the the main character is an autistic person, and she got a non autistic actor to play autistic. So people were like, "Uh, bro, what are you doing? Like, this is not okay." And then. Mm-hmm. Instead of realizing the error in her ways, she tripled down on it. So it's a problem. Yeah. So it's not great. Um, Not great. So just like Ken Jong's picks and guesses, usually not great. And we're going to just move on from them. Okay. 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 All right. Catch you in a while, crocodile. Oh, no. We're going to catch the crocodile right now. It's the crocodile. Okay. So the next performer is the crocodile. See you later, alligator. No, Sia. Sia's gone. We don't talk about Sia anymore. All right, okay? she's canceled. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So here comes the clue package for the crocodile. So the crocodile talks about being the hardest person, working person in the room, and the crocodile's friends with like some streamer radio host person. We see a little jet ski thing. We see an airplane. Six continents. One hundred hours. Um, total softy and then um, the crocodile gives them a hundred percent even playing video games and then there was like a step-by-step reference so this is probably the strongest I feel on a clue package so I, I'll just help out with this so we believe this to be Nick Carter right we've zeroed in on it being Nick Carter yeah and so the jet ski thing I think I brought this up a couple episodes ago uh, he owns like a jet ski team or something like in a world cup of some sorts. He had a team. He owned a team. So that's that probably. Um, the 100 hour thing is touring with the Backstreet Boys. The video games recently, recent in the last like four or five months, he's gotten into playing video games and he, and he streams and he plays video games. He plays like sh- uh, first person shooters and stuff. So that was interesting to, to find out when I looked him up on the YouTubes playing video hmm. games. So yeah, I watched him play some games. That was fun. Was he good? Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> He's given us hundred. That's for sure. That's all that matters. Um, and then the clue we got from the um, <laughs> from the from Gladys Knight, who came out, he was in a huge cult classic movie. So I want to rewind this. So I thought this was this is the end. And then many a people 
added me today. I'm like, that's not, this is the end, bro. And we had talked about this in one of the first episodes where he had a small stint in Edward Scissorhands. Like, he remember the whole slip and slide thing that I zeroed in on? He mm-hmm. played. He was in a small role in Edward Scissorhands. So oh, yes. That definitely fits yeah. more with the cult classic. Yeah. So shout out to the audience who was quick to be like, hey, that Seth Rogen movie's not worth being called a cult classic, bro. I'm very insulted. Don't say that again. And to you, I say I agree. I was wrong. And uh, yeah, we can move on. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad that you were able to correct clearly your egregious error, one that I had no part in. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> just stood there and let me fall out of that bus. Yeah, exactly. Smooth. I really did. I really did. Yeah. I may not have pushed you, but I definitely watched you fall. Um, That's almost so, worse. I'd rather you <laughs> So here's the thing. Right after um, the clue of traveled to six continents in a hundred hours, mm-hmm. the Backstreet Boys did around the world in a hundred hours tour like it was literally called that so come on like I I, 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 I'm not gonna lie I kind of started zoning out during some of the clues I tried to write them all down lucky lizard Mm -hmm. scratch off ride or die blah 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 but um but like come on so here's and here's the thing right so so to speak on what I feel like I've learned as the emergent strategy mm-hmm. of the mass singer after a clue is that obvious to me if no judge is guessing that person that person's not going home so I feel like I was kind of cushioned to feel like you know what maybe the crocodile's safe because I was like how has no one said Nick Carter yet no mm-hmm. one has said Nick Carter yet that's baffling to me Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I know. I, I my guess is, look, when they reveal the vault guesses and like three of them have guessed him, then. Oh, my God. You know, so irritating. But yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah. Cause like, <laughs> I remember off the voice in the second performance is when Nick Carter really like solidified himself. Yeah. And it was it was the second performance. So, yeah. OK, maybe the vault guesses don't match. But, you know, we'll see how many people because I don't do. I think the croc is going to make the final three. Mm. I'm not so sure about that. Uh, um, I think the croc has very razzle dazzle upside yes. amongst the people we are seeing make punch their tickets to the final six. I think you look at the top, the top four right now out of six, we have the sun, the popcorn. <clears throat> oh, my voice break. The sun, the popcorn, the seahorse and the crocodile and the crocodile probably has the most like animation to them. Mm-hmm. So first of all, shout out to the ladies of mass singer really putting up numbers this season. Love to see it. Loving that because I think if we're looking ahead, I think the jellyfish and the mushroom will be going in next. So this is a different scene than the last couple of years with the uh, with regards to the gender imbalance that we had witnessed. So Mm -hmm. I'm not mad at it. I am not mad at it. You know, I think with um, sorry, I was just thinking about the voting also, because we know that if okay, let's say it is audience voting. okay, and the producers are like, fine, we'll go with whatever the audience wants. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, the the people who have a unique style, like you may always preference someone who is the razzle dazzle. Like who who is the other razzle dazzle who will be competing with the crocodile? Like who um, who is that contestant? Is it perhaps the mushroom? Although the mushroom doesn't really have dancing to him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can't really dance in I think that it's outfit. The crocodile, dude. I think crocodile's maybe the only razzle dazzle we have left. Everyone else is a vocal powerhouse. Yeah. And like has range in doing different types of music, but not range in motion, if you know what I'm saying. Hey, motion in the ocean, Frank Ocean. Oh my God, one of them's Frank Ocean. Okay. Um, <laughs> Remember the first season we covered the show? <laughs> yeah. Like, 
<laughs> Wayne Brady. How do we? We used to connect everything to Wayne Brady. Oh, <laughs> They're all Wayne Brady. There. Oh my god. Right. Oh, I just. I just. I just don't think that there's that other performer who is the physical razzle dazzle dancer performer, right. and I think that the crocodile would then as a byproduct take all of those votes but you know who knows whatever yeah we'll see <laughs> we'll see we'll see um so the the crocodile came through and did keep bleeding love or sorry bleeding love there's no keep in the title by leona lewis love this song the diamond motif. did you know written yeah, by jesse mccartney actually yes and the crocodile we think right nick carter was supposed to be on the season before and he was supposed to be the turtle and Jesse McCartney wrote the song. And Jesse McCartney was the turtle. It all makes sense. And Wayne Brady was also there. Wayne, <laughs> Wayne Brady was <laughs> tying it back to Wayne Brady. <laughs> Gotta love those callbacks. Love a good in joke. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, did you? So the other big tell for me that you know we didn't need to quadruple down on this being a boy bander, but the but the hands, the the boy band hands were very well present with the oh take my hand no <laughs> let me take my hand back no I'm gonna give I'm gonna push it out again to you no I'm gonna take my hand back again I, you can't see me but I'm definitely doing them yeah. expressing the feelings oh um, yeah well, we talked about that with Rob. And I was doing the hand motion too. Yeah. Like you can't not. You're just like, oh, and let me pull it back because I'm feeling my motions. Okay, I don't know if that's how he's. That's feeling it too much, maybe. <laughs> On the feeling hands. the crop. Okay, no, 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 no. Close the, close the, close the crocodile. Close the crocodile. This is why we're not the official Mass Singer podcast. But we're we're the unofficial official, and we're better than the official because the official puts up like 25 minutes and calls it a day. We're here. 35 minutes in, not even halfway. Oh, about halfway. Anyways, the metallic dancers were back. So this is the second performance in a row where these like dancers looked metallic. What is your thoughts on them? On, on these? On the on the outfits of the dancers, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they were, you know, silver, simple, basic. They like, they've gotten to the end of the package of the morph suits. Allow me to introduce you to a deep cut. I'm hoping you know this, but have you watched Power Rangers Zeo? Per chance. What is what is Zio? So after the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which was, uh-huh. I would argue the first, like when we were growing up, the first like Power Rangers we were exposed to. The next in line of that, the next generation was the Zio Power Rangers. It was essentially the same cast, but you know it doesn't matter. They they new outfits, whatever. But mm-hmm. the bad guy. So like in the first Power Rangers, the one I watched, they were like these the you know like the henchmen were like these feathered bird things that they fought Mm -hmm. the second in the zeos it was these things called cogs and they wore metallic outfits just like this i'm sure that's the exact reference that they were going for i mean uh listen don't make me out to look a fool (laughs) no i'm happy that you were able to find something from your childhood that made you happy that sounds incredibly (laughs) lying i don't even believe you right now I'm sorry. I don't know what Zion is. Zio. Zio. I'm sorry. I don't know what Zio is. Zion is a player on the Pelicans. Well, it's also Mount Zion, right? Or Zion National Monument or whatever. The park. Yeah, you lost me. Um, I'm linking one to you so you can see it, but I'm, this is not, I'm not the only person. Listen, listener, there's at least one of you. There's one of you who's on the same page. Please let me know so that I don't feel completely <laughs> insane here. Where are you sending me this link? I want to see it. In our chat, in our private chat. Oh my goodness. No, 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 we have a public chat. Oh yeah, they do look very similar. The mask yes, they- is the wrong color and they need boots and arm bands. Oh, okay, but- well, I'm sorry they didn't come ready it's to It's like tango. a silver morph suit. I'm sure you can find... Okay, hold on. Characters... 
Okay. TV, we, silver, point, morph. Let's suit. listen. Let's not focus. They they want you to focus on the dancers, and and we're falling right into their trap. Let's move on from <laughs> the dancers. I think so. The lighting in the back was good. Ultimately, though, I did write in my notes. This was I. This was not the best performance of the night, in my opinion, not by a long shot. If I was ranking them, this was the third best performance of the evening. But I mean, it's still a good performance. Third performance of this night is the top performance of Group C, maybe. I mean, here's the thing. I'm not going to lie that knowing or we, you know, okay. the reason why I love the monster so much was in part because I knew it was T-Pain. So part of the reason why I like the croc so much is because we think that it is Nick Carter. And so that definitely adds to me rooting for the crocodile, maybe over the uh, serpent. But if you are going solely based on song, I would Mm -hmm. probably give it to the serpent um but to me it's close yeah no i and that's what i'm saying is like it's 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 still really good but then especially right after the seahorse i was like yeah the seahorse is definitely higher than you mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um so then the judges someone called it the best vocals and then Nicole said that he, she was getting some pussy croc doll vibes from the crocodile which hmm prompted the crocodile to do a little strutty strut which i was like oh this is brownie points with the audience and i realized oh the audience probably isn't seeing this because like that's not how it goes this season so the extra (laughs) stuff doesn't count yep (laughs) yeah all of that extra like personality to maybe do you think that's why we're seeing those well i guess we don't have a lot of strong razzle dazzle performers we have a lot of of vocalists like strong vocalists yeah we have like this is definitely the best vocal season we've had in four seasons without right 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 Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, um, you know, I think that I'm, I'm still just shocked that they haven't guessed him yet. So, you know, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. I mean, we've had performers, other performers that they've not guessed until way later. Like, I don't think they guessed Jesse McCartney early, did they? Yeah, but, but it's because he made it far. Well, then there you go. <laughs> That's the formula. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the crocodilly making it far, I think, as well. Okay, so then the the final, the judges' guesses for the evening, uh, Jared Leto, Jordan Knight, and then Justin of Justin and Kelly. I say that because I don't remember his last name. Guarini. There we go. Guar- Guardarini. Justin See, Guarini. Now we're going to get tweets where they're like, hey, it's actually pronounced Guardine, and you're an idiot. No, Guarini. You say You're so, I think I can see your voice. I don't trust it. <laughs> so I think suspect. I can see your mass dancer. Okay. <laughs> Whatever, it's fine. All right. What do we got next? Whatchamacallit. What do we got next? No, no. Before we go to the whatchamacallit, no. oh. we're going to take a quick break. And we'll be right back. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, oh, we're back. We're back. Oh, we just stepped out of the DeLorean. This was two episodes ago where they had the magic lamp, but we found it. And we rubbed that thing all the way to completion. Really, Mike Bloom? Really? Uh, I haven't talked to Mike in so long. It's I can't help it. So you became (laughs) him? What is that? I guess so. I don't know. He normally (laughs) takes care of that for me. I don't know. (laughs) All right. Um, I don't know how to segue. How about a whatchamacallit? A segue. Okay, there we go. Good enough. Whatchamacallit is here. Yeah, these segues, uh, my segue game's been off this season. I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna like act like it isn't. Um, I don't know what's going on with me, but I don't know what's going on with you after that, anyways. Okay, moving forward, moving forward here. So the whatchamacallit, first boot of the night, let's just put that out there. Walks out, clue package. They were hoping that swag would take them through. I think that the whatchamacallit strategy is very similar to the frog where it was like, listen, I could tell that vocally I'm no match. I have to like do the other stuff to get them. And I mean, I think that probably would have been a strategy anyway, though. Like clearly he's yeah. got a strength. Like he's not going to be the, the, the vocalist, but he knows that he can capitalize on, uh, you know, on the razzle dazzle on the, the, old the swag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so let's see so we got the whistle basketball kind of related clue we had the coffee which we talked about they talked about the UCLA Bruins mm-hmm. there was the crown um, and then yes yeah, so all of this came to this was Alonzo Ball which we actually did decently I think he was on our short list of two people the last time we had spoken about the whatchamacallit so yay us that was good that was good <laughs> I will say, Liana, this season, I feel like we're solving more as a duo on the podcast live, which really warms my heart. Yeah, I don't know. Are we getting better? Um, are the are, are we learning to work as a team? Is it, you know, now we've been doing this for a while. We're, we're seasoned. We're vets now. We're spicing it up. Give me all that oregano you got. What? It's spice. Or I picked a look. I picked a regno. Was that the connotation to it? Why? What connotation? The devil's lettuce. The devil's lettuce. No. Okay. Fine. I'll pick basil. No. What? Pick paprika. I'm gonna pick pick paprika. No. 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 I'm gonna pick cumin. Mike Blue and I need to talk about your behavior as as your two podcast co-hosts. Like this is not okay. <laughs> Sore back. Sore back. Oh yes. yes. That was actually super funny. Yeah, that was very funny. <laughs> yeah, um, when because... uh when Ken is doing the rockaway and um yeah. Someone said someone put a question out of like Puya, what were your thoughts about Ken Jong's lean back? Um, yikes is what I've got to say about that. Ken John can't dance. But. He was mowing the lawn. Oh he was doing God. those clients. Uh, there's like the shopping, the shopping basket, the, the mowing the lawn. Basket. Well, the shopping <laughs> it's, a, it's a basket. It's a cart. Look, the sometimes you want to one handed dance. Move. Yeah, no, no, no. Sometimes you got to like hold the basket and you got to like put stuff from both sides of the aisle in the basket. And then you're like, oh, yeah, this is so heavy. You know, you can really get into it and like mime the whole thing out. I know it's not traditional, but there's also the fish one. You know, you like 
past the reel. You r- roll it in. You reel in the fish. There's I all like those. the fish one for when there's a dance circle and you're trying to bring someone into the circle. That's the only time you should be using the fish one. Hmm. Remember when dance circles? Remember when like dancing in a group was a thing? <laughs> yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> it's now been the a dancing minute. happens when I am making coffee in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Or I'm doing dishes at night, but whichever one comes first. Okay, so let's see. Let's see. So the song that was done, we we alluded to, is Lean Back. Um, great song. Love that tune. I've definitely danced to that at the at the club once or twice. No doubt. So then Ninja, uh, sorry, the ice cream comes through with the clue, right? Mm-hmm. That the clue was that uh, the whatchamacallit's already won a championship. Ooh, cool. Um, my favorite part of any performance on the night, if I'm going to be very honest with you, was the inflatable tube dancers in the Whatchamacallit's performance. I loved them. Loved them. Um, these are the ones with the... Or was that the serpent? No, the... I, I mean, no. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Of course, yes. These were the inflatable dancers. Yeah, these are the ones that was the D. Reynolds impression from It's Always Sunny. I liked the fact that they had both the inflatable dancer costumes on the stage, and then they animated in the wacky inflatable <laughs> tube men, like, in the background, which made me realize that the animation is only good when the things aren't really moving, because mm. that did not look good no no <laughs> i wait sorry the the infl- the the cgi ones did not yeah look good. the cgi yeah. ones yeah yeah, yeah yeah they looked horrible when when they were moving and then there was one scene where based on the wide shot there should have been one in the background but like they didn't edit it in because you know I don't know money or time or whatever and so like it wasn't there and then it was there and then sometimes it would like flop into the shot and it was just like it was really bad animation it made me laugh and I appreciated it and I'm happy that they did it ultimately um, it was just it really it really um, it amused me <laughs> yeah it's interesting to me because I you know in thinking about what they've been doing this season trying to spruce up the stage and everything not that there's you know there's whether or not they're acknowledging it mm-hmm. the whole the, the COVID of of it all mm-hmm. what happens when we start moving at some point we move away from that and it, are these elements going to stay on the show is what I'm saying so are I hope to- so yeah, are we going to continue seeing stuff hologram CGI onto the stage? Are we going to see more animated clue packages? I'm intrigued. I mean, my so my guess is is that the um, you know, the animated clue packages are must be cheaper to make, right? I would and so. has anybody really noticed? No, I mean, like, I, I mean, keep forgetting <laughs> some of the sets. Some of the clue packet sets looked sick. I remember those looking good. I remember, I think the um, the uh, Raven Simone's character. I don't remember mm-hmm. what it was, but like I loved her setup in the background for her clue package. Oh yeah, because she had the whole. It was the whole spider thing, and it was like yeah. the the uh, crystal ball, and the, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I liked that. That was. Cool. I think it's a different feeling, and I think because the mass singer is appealing to a lot of families that actually the animated cartoons kind of work. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's a bit of a slam, it's a slam dunk decision, I think. 
Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I'm cool with it. I just, uh, dude, I seriously want those animations to stay. I don't care how bad they are. Not the not the clue packages. I mean, those can stay also, but the ones on stage, the like holograms on stage, I, I love those. The fact that they did the and not to get ahead, but the elephants from the serpents performance were so stupid, but yeah. fabulous. I was like, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's just great to know that they're starting. We're starting to get to a point where like the options are limitless in what they can do in the background. So I mm-hmm. appreciate that. And as long as they're like, Ooh, fun to see, but then they don't take away from it. Cause I do think like an elephant or two men on the sides don't take away from the performance to me as much as a goofy looking, you know, doctor wig wearing backup dancer. That's literally five inches behind the da- the performer. I think mm-hmm. that is worse. So I agree with you. I hope we move forward with more improvements. It's aces from me. But Puyi and I did come up with our, our Halloween costumes for next year. We're going to be those inflatable dancers. hundred percent. And I'm going to boogie <laughs> in an inflatable costume. They looked fun. I like the idea that I can just be flailing and it looks like the costume's authentic. I'm down. I'm a hundred percent down. I like them as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I like is that it's very evident now four seasons in that unless you're a basketball player, Ken Jong's not going to know who you are. But if you're a basketball player, Ken Jong's going to be two of two, baby. Yeah. I mean, the fact that I remember we were both gagged that he got a Victor Oladipo because it was just like out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait, what? And so the fact that then he came in here and got this one as well with Lonzo Ball was like, wow, big NBA fan, apparently. Big NBA fan. Because like the thing is, for me, the reason that it was a shortlist was because I've seen... I had looked up if Ken Jong interacted with Damian Lillard and mm-hmm. they had like some tweets back and forth and he had some like he kept quoting some of Dame's tweets. So there was something there. And then when he brought up Lonzo Ball, I was like, OK, he definitely knows his basketball more than I knew he does because I keep up with them NBA, but I've never really realized that he's big on it. But also, I don't follow him on Twitter. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I was very impressed. I was very impressed with Ken Jong. I mean, shocking to say, I know, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, uh, I let's see. Is there doing anything else? I mean, um, did you talk about the Ninja connection that Lonzo did a stream with Ninja? Yeah, yeah. This is kind of back in because Ninja. So Ninja's rise to fame, Liana. Quick, mm-hmm. quick history lesson on Ninja, even though he's not on the show right now, is he rose to big popularity in the gaming community and then in pop culture when he started mm-hmm. playing. He played a game of Fortnite with Drake. And that stream is still the most highest viewed stream of all time. Mm-hmm. Like the AOC Among Us stream that happened last month, that's second or third. So, and that had 400,000 people watching live at the same time. So that did numbers. And then after that, he started getting more celebrities involved with him. I think he's played with different rappers. Uh, he played with Lonzo. So that's where that connection comes from. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. And then Nicole Scherzinger went with Carmelo just because of the name, uh, which I was like, that's a very Ken Jong move from you who went with Seahorse, Horse, Awful. Uh, Cheryl Hines with the JB Smooth, which I will say it for the 10,000th time. We need JB Smooth on the show. I love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he was he he was a guest, I think, on. So I think I can see your voice. Oh, then he's due to be on the show as a guest host at some point this season, isn't he? Has he not been a guest host yet? Not I feel like didn't season. not on this season, but on last season. Wasn't he a guest? 
judge? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Okay. Well, he he's part of that universe, so it's not, mm. you know, it's not too far-fetched to imagine that he'll show up at some point. Yeah. Okay. So then, then we move on to the last performer, the more polarizing performer of the night, the one that's got Liana all in an ordeal. It's the serpent and the serpent's <sighs> slithering his way into the stage. Um, so the clue package kind of left a lot. No, didn't leave a lot on set, right? We saw the ambulance once again. That was a thing. They found him. That was a thing. The We found out later the good Mayo thing is where he works, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's doing, uh, uh, he's doing a fellowship at the Mayo Clinic, I think. So then what's good peanut butter? Uh, it was the peanut butter jelly um, reference to Elvis. Oh my god! The 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 flipping sandwich, the, yep. the sandwich, the peanut butter banana and bacon sandwich. Yep, 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 yep. yep. A lot of Elvis references. Yep, all the. I mean, oh no, he's thing. not there. He did his residency at the Mayo Clinic. He's okay. now he's he's in a fellowship now. Um, yeah. At the at Harvard, I think. Well, that's the that's the thing is that the, even the show was like, "Yo, we don't have enough clues for him. Let's use his the, name." Oh my god! Generate but see, the fact also that they had so many like doctor clues, like that was it. That was that's what they had. They had doctor clues. <laughs> it was like, guys, there's more to this person than being a doctor. This is not their personality, but I get why now, <laughs> obviously. Um, and I did want to say that the um the friend, the pizza box friend of the serpent said, I want you to imagine yourself in the yep. super six. Yep, yep, yep. So there you go. Now we yeah, that, and the way that they really did when I re-listened to it, the emphasis is on imagine yourself. Yeah, so like a, I, mm-hmm. my guess is is that if Nicole really figured it out, that was probably the thing that triggered it. Yeah, that's probably because like that's um that reminded me of season two when um the Rottweiler said I'm going to like something something my daughters. Or mm-hmm. my doubt, like that was like doubt. It was okay. doubter, like um, but it was uh, it was like like daughtry. Yeah, it was daughter. Yeah, no, it was. I think daughter. It was supposed to be like daughter daughters. Uh-huh. Daughters, yeah. yeah Listen, whatever. at the time I was like, I nailed it. Okay, <laughs> whatever. Um, but no, I thought the the dancers looked good. The background, I love the temple vibes. The elephants were fun, and this was an absolutely solid performance, top to bottom. No mm-hmm. questions asked. No, and like it. Gang, here's the thing, right? It sucks that we're in a place where we are like, yeah, we kind of get it. We get why this happened. Like the serpent shouldn't have moved on because of the celebrity status. But then, you know, look at everyone else's criteria. They're different, right? So back in season two, I was a big leopard defender. And Liana was like, leopard is not a great singer. I was like, listen, there's more to it than just that. And we've had a debate. I do think that ultimately... Whether we like it or not, d- d- the talent's not as important as the you got to match up like the clues. Like I have to. Be I, no, to I don't think out. it's I don't think I really think that this isn't the because we've had, like you said, we've had this discussion of singing talent versus razzle dazzle. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a question of celebrity to me. This is a different discussion. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Like, yeah, he 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 can sing. And maybe if he was up against someone, I mean, may, maybe. But I, I really think that here it was a decision that was made solely because of of his his level of celebrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that for me, ultimately, it's sad to see the serpent go. My favorite costume of all time 
he got it it was moving that's so cool when you go on the wiki for mass singer four there's four shows or sorry there's four sorry there's three themed ones that they are showing you Mm-hmm. The, the 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 Snow Owls was one, the Baby Alien was one, and then this one, first ever animatronic um, costume. It was phenomenal. Doctor Elvis got the best costume they've ever made. So that on its own is an accolade. I don't care what you want to say. That that mm-hmm. that alone is awesome. Um, Serpent was my first pick in the draft, so I'm obviously sad to see the Serpent go here. But I did know I was going to lose one, no matter what. I had for me, I had never doubted the seahorse was going to make it. It was a matter of which one of my other two am I losing. Mm-hmm. Right. I um. Yeah. I I think I'm really happy with my draft team. Ultimately, I was a little nervous at the beginning, but I think we're in a good place. I think our teams are really competitive. I mean, I'm, I think we're slated to have one each at the final six, which is uh, sorry, three the final three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> did you like that? Uh. You <laughs> the eagle was the connection for the serpent. <laughs> oh, the Dr. Drew, because they're both doctors, because they're they so were like, crap. So yeah, because <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, look, the Masked Singer is known for their uh, questionable connections. Like, for example, I was so funny during the unmasking. I was looking at the clues because they, you know, they talk about, oh, this clue is meant to represent this. Mm-hmm. And there were a bunch of them. There was, oh, Scrubs, Ambulance, reference that he's a doctor. And then the next one was the milk bottle on wheels is a nod to Dr. Elvis's performance at the Indy 500 where the celebratory drink is milk. Yes. Like you have like, this is because there is a doctor. And then this one is like, here's some weird, like we took a milk bottle and we put it on wheels and that clearly <laughs> represents the Indy 500 because the celebratory drink is milk. I mean, it's clever, but like the difference between the two is astounding. <laughs> it's yeah. Shout out Mass Singer for giving us entertainment annoyance, joy, sadness, <laughs> incredulousness, irritation. Every I feel all the feels watching the show. That's very silly. So it brings joy to my heart. <laughs> I love it. I love the show. <laughs> I love it too. Um, Jamie Foxx, Donald Faison were the two non-Dr. Elvis guesses said. Again, there's. I feel like at this point, Jamie Foxx is never going to do the show just because four seasons in, he hasn't. Mm-hmm. And Donald Faison will do season five. Watch. He's, he's season five all over him. Yeah, he's there. He's waiting yeah. in the wings. Um, so then the results happen. Seahorse makes it into the Super Six. And then they do a finale style reveal where they're like, okay, whatchamacallit, you're the first one out. They go through the guesses with him. And then between the crocodile and the serpent, the serpent, you're out. Crocodile, you're in. Which can we quickly talk about before we talk about the final guesses and stuff that the crocodile looked shocked to make it out. Did you notice that? Did you feel that? Yeah, I definitely got that sense. You could tell, especially when he was walking back, how elated the crocodile was that yeah. he had moved on. I, I think, you know, he probably doesn't know the who's in the serpent. And so he's he's listening, <laughs> right? And Are he's you, like, you're adding random. What's the serpent? <laughs> the serpent, you know, the serpent. And he's, uh, you know, the crocodile diller is listening. <laughs> and he's <laughs> he's listening and he's like oh man I'm gonna go aren't I and then you know to be able to be saved I think uh, you know you'd be shocked too wrote you a crocodiddy okay (laughs) that's my favorite little (laughs) crocodiddy called the crocodilly rock okay okay so um, (laughs) the fun part of today is that we have vault guesses we can talk about here Yeah, we each have a vault guess we can talk about here and let's talk about 
your first vault guess for the whatchamacallit. All right. So I had locked in Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, which to be honest, (laughs) I still feel good about. (laughs) Is he a million years old? Yes, but he's still alive. And I sort of got close with a basketball player. You did. That is not Liana. You need to stop with the that was close. I was pretty close. Like I said, I said a Tom Bergeron type. I did. And I should get a point, a half point for that. And I should get a half point for this also because I got close. No. Long yes. ball six six, Kareem Abdul Jabbar seven two. I was close. No, you know who They're who both I- just tall, okay? Well, I had a basketball player as well as my vaulted guess, and mm. that vaulted guess was Kyrie Irving, which it was not. I was definitely closer. No, because <laughs> Kyrie Irving's a point guard and dishes dimes, which are assists in basketball. Kareem was a center. Okay, so no, I was still probably closer. All right, uh, I don't want to get angry, so I'm gonna. Good job, that. me. No, so don't you don't have a point credit. for me now. I have one point. It's you, official. It's on the podcast. It's stated vocally that I have one point for my preseason guesses. Good job, me. You're listen. We could give you 18 points. <laughs> that imaginary points, not um. So. <laughs> Yeah, ultimately, Ken Jong's the only one that ends up with a final guess that was right. Ken Jong had Damian Lillard as the first one, then went to Lonzo Ball. Both decent guesses. One was right. Um, Robin Thicke had Tyler, the creator at the start, which I remember him saying that. I remember being insulted because I know what Tyler sounds like. That's not it. And then changed it to Michael Strahan, Jenny McCarthy. So here's the thing. I want to quickly talk about this. Jenny McCarthy is a snob. Um, in guessing. I feel like Jenny McCarthy goes out of her way to be like, hmm, well, you know what? I think it's actually this person because of this specific thing and because of this specific, like, she can't just give you a random NBA guess. She has to give you, like, the the uh, too cool hipster guess. So Devin Booker was her guess, okay? Mm-hmm. And then Nicole Scherzinger's first guess was Uncle It. <laughs> oh my god. This really made me laugh because so they're trying to make these vault guesses and I'm just picturing Nicole being like, I honestly can't think of anything. And so she comes up with something that was probably not intended to be a joke. Like sometimes Ken will give his guesses and it's clearly a joke. I think she genuinely had no idea what to put and panicked and wrote this down. Do we remember what the group B um, vault thing was? Because we had the vault train. No, there wasn't one for the first episode. Oh, there wasn't one for the group B at all because i was like what if it was like pressure because of the music right like the vault train was leaving oh i don't have anything that was group a though so i don't know what group b if group b so i guess didn't have one yeah i don't know i don't uh, no group don't a know. didn't have one. Oh, so the, the, i think group the a didn't have so one the train then i honestly this was i know just like not that long ago but well, the vault train, the vault train. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my god yeah so it was <laughs> Lonzo Ball good night for the Ball family well one of them got eliminated the other one got drafted in the NBA third overall <laughs> so that's a good time good time good time oh my gosh um, wait hold on I didn't get to say this on the other podcast so it's so funny because when you were told me you were like yeah he his brother got drafted I was like oh my god they planned it this way they knew he was going to get eliminated and they knew he was going to get drafted wait did I say that on the podcast I think I did maybe i don't know i I talk too much for my own good i talk too much okay but let's talk about our vault guesses for the serpent so i'll go first this time 
Yeah. I funny enough in the moment, in the heat of the moment, I had two guesses and I picked one for my vault guess. Both of them were said by Jenny McCarthy on the night. I went with John Legend as my vault guess, which I was wrong on. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me look. I guess. Yeah, I guess Christopher Jackson. Oh, my God. Remember when I was convinced it was Christopher Jackson and like, nothing could sway me otherwise? It's Hamilton. It's Hamilton. I'm like, Liana, if it, he if said aspire to new heights in the heights, they peppered you with so much Hamilton. I was like, there's no way it's Hamilton. <laughs> they got me. They got, they got me good. good. Yeah. They got me good. <laughs> so. Um, we had Usher to D- David Diggs from Ken Jong. Um, and then we had Dr. Elvis for Nicole at the end. We had the Tay Diggs one and then Donald Faison for Robin. Um, so yeah, anyways, this happens. We get the unmasking. Rob brought this up on the uh, episode yesterday that we talked about on the last podcast we did with him, the catch up. But Ken Jong welling up over this performance and talking about how his version, the <laughs> um, Dr. Elvis's version of Imagine got us through the pandemic. We're done. It's over. Um, yeah, we talked we talked about this with Rob. Um, what I will say here is that, look, whatever moves can moves can. And right. if he wants to, you know, feel emotional and cry about like maybe that's what got him through quarantine. Did it get me through quarantine? No, because I didn't watch it until yesterday. But you know what? Um, maybe it will be my anthem to get me through the rest of quarantine. Um, didn't exactly move me in the same way. Let's just say that. Let's just say that. <laughs> All right. So, 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 so we're at the end of the podcast here. Group C will be coming in next week. I'm very excited for that. I'm quickly going to look at our questions to see if there's anything that we didn't talk about. Um, but for, well, um, yeah. for while well, you do that. So for um, the next week, we're going to get group C and we have the broccoli, the jellyfish and the mushroom. So my guess is that the jellyfish and the mushroom will be moving on. The broccoli will be eliminated. And I believe that gives us each with three teams going into the super six, which is pretty cool. I have mushroom, sun and seahorse. You have popcorn, crocodile and assuming that jellyfish is the one who makes it. Did you just say crocodile? Crocodile. <laughs> Crocodile. Saying whatever you want at this point. I do appreciate it. Crodile. Crodile. Um, no. So basically, uh, we had like, let's see. So one question as a first time watcher is from Laura. As a first time watcher, was that the first time Ken has ever got it right? It's the second time, but second time over four seasons. So it's not that great of a record. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think this is actually, wait, did he get to this season? No, he got Ken, he got, uh, Victor and he got, um, uh, uh, Lonzo. I, if he got another one, he definitely piggybacked off someone else. So it was like, oh, Robin said it, so I'm going to say it as well. I don't think it was like a, I got to it myself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he might have gotten like a Wendy Williams or something like that. Or like a Busta. A Busta? No, he wishes. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, yeah, no, I think that's about... <laughs> This is we we nail it. We always nail it with these questions. But as always, I really appreciate the uh, the folks who send these in. You can always find the question thread over in the RHAP Facebook group or Discord, or you can add them to us on Twitter without spoilers. But definitely, you can add them to us, and we will answer them promptly on the show. Now, Liana, where can people find you, and what are you up to? 
Well, uh, we've mentioned this a few times, but in case you missed it, Pui and I got together with one Rob Sesternino to talk about The Masked Singer. Oh my God, what a shock. We did a really fun catch-up episode. So if you're a fan and, you know, even if you've been listening to us throughout, I think it's a fun listen. It's a short, you know, podcast and it's just hilarious to hear Rob's takes on everything. So I would suggest listening to that. Otherwise, you can find me on Twitter at Liana R-H-A-P and just um, doing an amazing race rewatch oh i was on the tar pit hey yeah i did a podcast check out um the amazing race tar pit episode i was a guest it was last week's episode i was on we had fun we talked about a lot of goofiness and silliness and that is all i have <laughs> it was a fun really fun podcast i had a good time listening to the tar pit. you did yeah of course I, I enjoy everything you do Aww. Except these weird jokes that you throw in trying to be the next Mike Bloom. But I like everything else that you I'm do. not. They just pop into my head and it's not my fault. Something sometimes things pop into my head and then I just say them and I don't I don't think about it. Get your mind out the gutter. You can find me on all social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, twitch.tv slash it's Puyaism for all four. Um, as far as things I've been up to, the 90 Day Fiance podcast still up and running. <laughs> that show will never end and I will always be here to cover it. Talked about the latest episode with Mina that is available on the Reality TV Hap Ups Network as well. Leon already plugged the Rob uh, plug, so we don't need to talk about that. But as you know, if Rob, if you're listening to this and you've made it this far, first of all, bless you. Second of all, Thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to talk with you. It's always a delight when we get to do that. And thank you to all of you. We're eight episodes in. And if you've been here with us throughout this journey, I appreciate y'all. I thank y'all. It's always a great thing we have going on here, getting to talk about this show. And as long as you're enjoying it, we are happy. And if you would like to show that appreciation, you can do so by leaving a rating and review over on robhasawebsite.com slash masked singer that's m-a-s-k-e-d singer one word and yeah that's the best way for us to get feedback and the best way for other people to be able to find this unofficial official masked singer podcast that uh, you enjoy hopefully (laughs) on that note we're at the end of the journey here we will talk to you next week with group c and we will unmask you then but until then take care have a good one And imagine that you have a great week. (laughs) Bye. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.